Welcome, 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 welcome back to Locked On 76ers. I'm your host, Keith Pompey. Happy Sunday to you. Sunday, February the 28th, the last day of February. Coming here to you guys to dissect yesterday's 112-109 loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers. This was a horrible loss for the Sixers, right? So I want to talk about that. You know, in the first segment, I want to talk about this loss. I want to dissect it a little bit. The second segment, I want to talk about Victor Oladipo. In today's uh, Philadelphia Inquirer, um, I asked a question. Is he a guy that the Sixers should go after in, in the trade market? Should they try to get a trade for him? You know, at first, initially, I was like, yeah, yeah, do it, do it. And then as I started writing, I kept going back and forth. So I posed the question. You know, I gave people some info and, and you know, want them to decide for themselves. And then the third segment, you know how we do. We just basically take a couple thoughts and things that come to mind and, and just talk about that. But, you know, we got to talk about last night's victory, or last night's loss, rather. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that said victory because on paper, on paper, you would have assumed that this was going to be in the victory, right? You know, you say to yourself, you look at the, you look at the Cavaliers, and you say to yourself, like, man, you know, they're coming in here short staffed. They, 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 they ran on the court. They only had nine guys in the layup line, nine guys dressed, right? So you say to yourself, you're like, man, they're going to get this win. I know they lost to the Cavs before. I know they lost to the Cavs before, but, you know, the Sixers are going to win. So you look at the Cavs and you say to yourself, Matthew Delavadova out with a concussion. Andre Drummond out for personal reasons. They're trying to trade the brother. He ain't with the team. He's not with the team. Kevin Love out with a right calf strain. Larry Nance Jr. out with a left hand fracture. Terrence Prince, out with personal reasons. Seti Oseman, out with lower back um, spasms. Another player, Broderick Thomas, was on NBA G League assignment. So you say to yourself, like, okay, the Sixers don't have Tobias Harris. I know that um, Cleveland has, you know, great guards in Colin Sexton and, and the Garland kid, right? So you're saying it's like, mm, I get it. I mean, you know, it's it's going to be these guys are going to be pretty good. You know, Darius Garland. You know, so Colin Sexton's going to be good, but they don't have a chance against the Sixers, right? That's what you say. Nah, bro. Mm 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 mm. The Sixers came out flat. The Sixers look like Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and a bunch of dudes. Now, I take that back. Danny Green played good defense. I mean, he played good defense. I don't mean to say believe it or not, but he was the only one out there really playing good D. Joel did. Ben did. You know how they are, those three. But Danny Green played good defense. He had three blocks, two steals. But other than that, it was a bunch of dudes. And as much as I thought that the Sixers were going to win this thing, and I kept telling myself, Halfway through the third quarter, I said to myself, I'm not surprised. How did I 
Why was I bamdoozled? Why was I hoodwinked? The Sixers, they have six dudes who they need to play in the game. The starting five and Shake Milton. When one of those guys does not play, all bets are off. It's one of those things you never know what you're going to get. It's straight help the skelter out that piece. And that's what it was like last night. You saw Ben Simmons playing aggressive. Joel Embiid putting up an MVP type performance. Danny Green, I said, played solid defense. But this team, without Tobias Harris, could not beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. This team, without Joel Embiid, cannot beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. They have a problem, man, a serious problem. And the thing about it is you look at it and you say, Seth Curry, you know, you feel a little sorry for him. You feel sorry for him that he's Doc's son-in-law. And the reason why I say that is because when he struggles, it, they don't say Seth Curry. They say son-in-law. I see the comments. I see the Twitter, uh, the Twitter uh, post. He was one for 13 last night. One for seven on, on threes. Now, I believe a lot of this has to do with the COVID. The guy's fatigued. He's tired. His shot isn't there. You know, some people say he struggled before. But let's not get it twisted. This guy is, what, second all-time on career three-point percentage. He's never had bad games like this. He couldn't have. I honestly believe it has a lot to do with the COVID. And you feel bad for him because he's way better than this. I mean, he's way better than what than what he's showing. He is. You know, and, you know, I hope he could get through this. But right now, you I mean, one for, one for 13, one for seven on three. Now, it ain't just, it's not just his fault. I mean, you think about it. The Sixers made 23 of 35 foul shots. You're not going to beat a team like that. You can't. 23 of 35 foul shots. You cannot win a beat a team like that. You know, and that's crazy. It's real misleading because Joel Embiid was 14 for 16. And Shake Milton was five for six. So it was worse than what it actually was if you take those two out. But you know what's not worse than anything? Built Bar. Yup. People who know me, y'all know that I love me some Built Bar. I'm talking about love me some Built Bar. So you need to do yourself a favor. You need to go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and get 20% off your next purchase. I'm telling you, you won't regret it. I'm sitting here right now looking at my my Built Bar Apricot Pea Pineapple Immunity Boost. I put this in my water as a dietary um, supplement. Man, it's good. Nothing like it. 
water I mean like I love water I do I need to drink more of it but this is ooh, makes it so much better and it's good for you like I said go to builtbar.com today use the promo code locked on and get 20% off your next purchase You guys can subscribe to this podcast wherever you subscribe to podcasts at. As I alluded to earlier, in addition to being the host of this podcast, I am the Philadelphia Inquirer's beat writer um, for the Sixers. So you can uh, follow my stuff on Inquirer.com. You can go, if you're in the Philadelphia area, pick up a, 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 um, pick up a, a paper, a Philadelphia Inquirer, a Philadelphia Daily News. You can also follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. That's P-O-M-P-E-Y on Sixers. Same thing for Instagram, Pompey on Sixers. Now, today, you know, I posed a question, a question in regards to um, the, who the Sixers should go after in the trade market. And I think that Victor Oladipo is an intriguing guy. And I asked this question, is acquiring Victor Oladipo a risk Sixers might want to make in pursuit of NBA title? You know what I mean? To a lesser, to a less degree, he could be the Sixers version of what the Toronto Raptors did with Kawhi Leonard prior to the 2018-19 season. And what I mean by that is, there's no guarantee that this guy is going to come back. The time Toronto Raptors gave up a perennial all-star at that time in DeMar DeRozan. They gave up Jacob Poldo. And they believe they even gave up a, a draft pick. Yeah, a protected pick for Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. Kawhi Leonard. They knew that he had an expiring contract. They knew that there was a great chance that he wasn't going to come back. But they went all in with the hope of winning the chip. Now, again, they won the chip. Kawhi leaves after the season. He goes to the Clippers. No one was upset because they accomplished their goal. Now, in order for the Sixers to get... Victor, who some a lot of people are saying he most likely will, they think he could end up in Miami next year. That's where he, he, he wouldn't mind going. But in order for them to get rid of him, they may, I mean, acquire him, they may have to get rid of Danny Green and one of their young stars or draft pick. Because Victor probably won't come back next year for Houston. So if you're Houston, you're trying to get rid of him. Now, the thing about Victor, he's a ball-dominant player, right? How is that going to work with Joel Embiid? And secondly, are you willing to give up the farm? Not really the farm, but, you know, willing to give up a, a, future, a future asset, a future player, a guy who could, a young talent that could grow up and to be something great for a guy that's going to be a three-month rental. And you don't even know if he can catapult you to the finals. Now, Kyle Lowry, yeah, he can. Victor Oladipo, 
you got to see how he's going to mesh with the team. So that's a question that Sixers have to ask themselves. But if it works out, they're there. They're like in back in the conversation. I mean, after last night's loss, the Sixers are no longer in the, in the conversation. I know they're in first place. And I see how everyone's saying they're going to drop the number two probably in the power rankings in the Eastern Conference. But when you think of how the big three of Brooklyn have, there's been 35 games where all three of them have not played together. 35. I think they only played seven games, something like that. You know, when you think of that, you say to yourself, like, okay, this guy, they're going to run away from it. But then you have a guy like Oladipo that possibly could help out. That's something that the Sixers have to strongly consider. Because remember, Daryl Morey said this is championship or bust. So when you a championship or bust, sometimes you put the chips, you, well, not all the times, you put the chips in the center of the tape. Let's go. Do it. Is he the guy that they're willing to pull the trigger on? You know, it's a, it's a you know, great question. We'll see. I mean, there are some players out there that can that can help the Sixers. There's a lot of players that can help the Sixers. So we'll see if he's one of them. It's intriguing. You know, I have my I have mixed emotions. I do mixed feelings because at one sense, I think that you do need to get a star. He'll be an upgrade probably at that position. But at the same time, is he going to be willing to conform? And what I mean, I shouldn't say conform. I don't like that word, especially not for a black male. <laughs> but is he going to be willing to fit into the system and do what he has to do? And on paper, some people may say, nah, that's probably not going to work. But look at Brooklyn. They said James Harden was a ball hawk. That he was going to take all the shots. He's sacrificing his individual accolades for the good of the team. So why can't Victor Oladipo do the same? Right? We'll find out, man. We'll really find out. But the Sixers, uh, March 25th, can't come here soon enough for the Sixers fans. Because everybody and their mama is all excited about the possibilities. And we'll see. We'll see exactly what's going to go on. We'll see exactly what what's going to go on. You know what I'm also excited about? Rock Auto. And this is why. Rock Auto has amazing section selection. Reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Now you can listen to this podcast wherever you get your podcast at. You can also subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast at. You can follow me on Twitter at Pompey on Sixers. You can follow me on Instagram at Pompey on Sixers. You 
can read my work in in Inquire.com. Now, right now, the Sixers play the Indiana Pacers tomorrow, Monday, and then they close out with the Utah Jazz on Wednesday. The tough, tough final two games. You know, Embiid is going to have to go up against some pretty elite players. Top-notch centers. I mean, he got out of the out of his funk shooting slump yesterday. He had 42 points, 13 rebounds. And what I mean by, like, shooting slump is, like, Embiid was still getting buckets. I mean, he was still getting points. Not buckets, he was getting points. But he just wasn't shooting the ball well. But he was 13 for 22 yesterday. He was two for three on three. And now he has Miles Turner coming and Sabonis coming. You, I mean, Indiana's Twin Towers. This is going to be interesting. And then Rudy Gobert on Wednesday and the exciting Utah Jazz. So it's going to be a lot on the line. And Joel Embiid is the front runner for the MVP. These could be games that really help him out here. Could also be some games where some people say, mm, I don't know, I don't know. He's been dominating those power forwards. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot on the line. It's still early, though. Still early. But it's going to be a lot on the line. But you know what, y'all? It's going to be a good one for the Sixers. Good test. Good test. But I, I still can't get over how this team struggles when they don't have all their top six players all intact. The other guys, they play well, but they struggle when they don't have the top six. Now, here's the deal. Right now, Isaiah Joe is going down to G League assignment. He's going to be in the in the Disney bubble with the Delaware uh, Blue Coats. So, he'll get more playing time. I must admit, I'm a little shocked by that because there was a point where he was basically got some burning over Furcon. And then now, but then all of a sudden, now, then Furkan started two games, and now he's going down to the G League assignment. So I'm a little confused about that. But, hey, maybe it's something they saw on tape. But in order for the Sixers to win, they got to make an upgrade. Because Seth Curry is not going anywhere, but he has to shoot better than one for 13. And if he can't, maybe they got to bring somebody else in. Like they say, shoot or shoot, you let him shoot out of it. But his shooting kind of hindered him yesterday. So did their the team's three-throw shooting, right? And their effort. They were out-rebounded. Points in the plate, paint, paint with 62 to 42. I mean, come on. This team missed six players because of, you know, personal reasons or injuries. Come on now. That can't happen. You can't lose to a team like that. 
But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. I want y'all to have a great, great day. Peace.